It's the Prep Rally Podcast, the only podcast in the state dedicated to prep sports. Brought to you by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Here's your host, Chip Souza. And welcome back to another edition of Prep Rally, the podcast. I'm Chip Souza, joined by Rick Fires today. We've got a two-man crew going. Ricky's got his vest on, got the green for St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. Day. I didn't wear any green today, so, uh, you know, I'm just... Uh, you know. Hey, you know what? I just checked my gene. I'm the only one in my extended family who's full-blooded Irish, so I'm proud of that. There you go. Uh, repping that heritage today. A- absolutely. Absolutely. So we are joined by Eric Taylor from the Little Rock uh, uh, Bureau. Area. No, they're, the, they're, they're the mothership. We're the yeah. Bureau. <laughs> yeah. E.T., what's happening, man? What's going on, my friend? Man, you know, we are just ready to, uh, to move on down to Hot Springs to get some championship games played. This weekend, basketball state finals starting on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And ET, we're gonna we're gonna get with you and walk us through some of these games. We got some great matchups going on, man. I, I, and great is probably an understatement to, for, for a lot of these games, man. This is, is one of the better weekends uh, in the state, in my opinion. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's some big, some big, some big ones going on, man. I'm telling you, I am telling you. So, Eric, we're gonna start uh, the first, you know, tip off. Thursday morning, 10 a.m., 6A girls state championship game. Now, Eric, no surprise, Fort Smith Northside. They're in the championship game. They've been number one or close all year long. They have two losses. One of them was to Melbourne, and I can't remember who the other one was. Eric was Con- uh, Conway and Melbourne. Conway. Conway. Um, so, Eric, no surprise on Northside. Uh, right. Jersey Wolfenbarger, 6'6 point guard. Uh, Tracy Brashears back, you know, Hatiana Relaford back. Uh, Northside is where we thought they would be. It, it, I, I, who do I sound like? I sound like uh, who was the, who was the coach? They are who we thought they were. Uh, right. Dennis Green. <laughs> Dennis Green. When he said to Bears, they, yeah. they are who we thought they were. We yeah. should have beat them. Yeah. So Northside right is who we thought they were. Uh, so, Eric, but I think Fayetteville might be a surprise to some people who have who not who might have thought and and would have been accurate I think Rick you lose Sasha Goforth yes uh, one of the top players in the country signs with Oregon State you lose Kariah Beck who goes to Memphis yep. two their, their top two scores not just for last year but for 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 Sasha Goforth for four years you know and so you're thinking Fayetteville's gonna gonna take a step back they. They have Caroline Lyles, who who has a knee injury. You don't know what her status is going to be. Winter mm-hmm. Beck, well, that name, you know, Beck, I mean, that's huge. But she got a concussion early on, so she's and out. she's a sophomore. She's out. I don't know how they're going to react. Exactly. So, Fayetteville, Rick, they were at one point in this season five and six or something like that. Wow. <laughs> well, you know what? It comes together, and uh, you did a, a – Fantastic story. I hope everybody picks it up on on Claudia Bridges. Uh, gritty. Well, what's another word for gritty? Uh, fearless. Tough, fearless. Uh, tough. Furious. Just... All them words, all them adjectives in there. <laughs> when she was a sophomore, I remember saying, I said, who's this little sophomore starting with Sacha and all that bunch? She was the facilitator. Yes. I've been studying that word right there. I got it, right? Facilitator? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, you, you don't <laughs> take over the court. You, you don't run the court when Sasha go for and uh, uh, Karai Beck. Unless and she you got was, game. Yeah. Yes. And she was uh, passing the ball, passing the ball, assist. She did maybe six, seven points. 
You know what? She's the leader of this team. No doubt. No, uh, uh, she's averaging, I don't know, 16, 17 points a game. Yes. Came up big uh, throughout the tournament. And um, uh, Fayetteville, you know, uh, they got, what, nine losses? But at this point, who cares about the number well, of losses? Well, he- here's the number, Six Eric, losses. Rick. Here's mm-hmm. the number. They are 15-1 and one in their last 16 games. <laughs> there you games. go. Since they, la- yep. Yeah, last 16 games. Yes, since they got Caroline Lyles back from her. Now, she wears a complete leg sleeve on that, on that yeah. leg that's injured, uh, and she's only gotten better and better every game, okay? But and, and then and then Winter Beck, Winter with a Y, W Y N T E R, Winter Beck, Royalty in Fayetteville. Beck. <laughs> royalty. No, no doubt. Okay. Absolutely. All right. So since they got those two back and going put them with Claudia Bridges, fifteen and one, Rick. Fifteen and one. Their only loss, a six point on the road loss to at that time. Full strength Bentonville. Miriam Dowda had 35 that night. Mm-hmm. So, in talking with Vic Rimmer, the coach at Fayetteville, he said, "You know, you're never happy with the loss. No, no coach wants to lose. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you don't want to lose any game." But he said, "We felt after that game, we could have won that game." And he said, "As a coaching staff, we didn't do a good job of of defending Dowda. We 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 planned wrong." And he said, we knew. A lot of people playing wrong. A lot of playing wrong. <laughs> he said, we knew when we had a chance to play them again that we that w- it was a winnable game for us. Now, this is, Eric, and you know this, Fayetteville got s- slapped multiple times this year. Conway beat them by 30. North Little Rock beat them by 30. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and this is a team that goes into Bentonville and loses by six and walks out of the locker room not happy, but but they are going, hey, you plays gone a little our way, we win this game. You know what? I, that out of all the games, the semifinal games, I think that was the more surprising to me. But not because I didn't think you know Fayetteville can get it done. Uh, I've seen them twice this year. I saw them when they played Parkview, of course, Caroline uh, was out, and First I saw the North Little Rock yep. game. Yep. But I told the guy when they get hold, they'll be much better. Now, I didn't think they would be as good as they've become. Yes. To be quite honest with you, man, and. and I'd be lying if, if I if I you know said that I, I saw them doing what they're doing now, um, but they they're playing probably better than anybody in six A uh, and at the right time. They are <laughs> fifteen and one in the last sixteen. That's not bad. Absolutely. Now, et I, mm-hmm. I saw Conway's most athletic team I've seen. My goodness, no right. question. Wow. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> no, no question. Yeah. About that. And twenty five five down. Well, yeah. next year, next March fifteenth. We're going to be talking about Conway in the state championship game because they are young yeah. and they are going to be a load next year for, for anybody. I think they're going to bring pretty much everybody back, yes. Yes. <laughs> which is the scary part, man. Yeah, they, they, I'm with you on that. They, they, they're the most athletic team I've seen no, no all year no <laughs> by far. No doubt. <laughs> now, yeah. Conway jumped on Fayetteville 9 nothing Saturday. And, and you're thinking, okay, here we here we yep. go. Okay, yep. this is you know Conway. This is this, Fayetteville has ridden this as far, as far as they can go. And major props to them. They made it to the semifinal, but it's going to end today. And then all <laughs> of a sudden, somebody hits a three. I think it's Beck hits a three, and and maybe hit a couple free throws. And it's nine to four, and then and then eleven to you know whatever, and then and then fifteen to twelve, and then okay. When, when are they going to drop the hammer on Fayetteville? Because you know it's coming. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, 
And what and Rick, you covered the game. Yeah. Basically, what they did is they had they had someone in Lyle's face the whole game. They face guarded uh, her the whole yeah, game. Yeah, I can't. The girl, the big center, she's kind of a bulky center, real good player. Yeah, Savannah. Uh, uh, Savannah, Savannah Scott. Savannah Scott. Oh my goodness, uh, right. Lyle wasn't going to hardly get a shot off. So, so okay, so they're they're saying, listen, you other two are going to beat us, and Winterbeck said. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> hey, and, and for those out there who listen to our podcast, uh, they're cousins. To, she's a cousin to Kariah. Kariah, but some people think they're sister. No. And how much, for Eric, when I was 15 <laughs> years old, I didn't know how to uh, get to the next classroom. Hey, and Eric, if somebody, hey Eric, he still doesn't know. <laughs> if, if, oh, man. If, if, if somebody in authority come up to me and said something to me and or with a – uh, put me on TV or a tape recorder. Uh, I've been scared to death. But mm-hmm. you talk about she went to the free throw line 1.8 seconds ago, fabled down by two. You know, we got a sparse crowd anyhow because of COVID-19. That place was definitely silent. And here's a 15-year-old kid. Uh, she misses one of those free throw games over, and fabled season's done. She hits the first one. Steps back and hits the second one. What Randy Moss say? Straight cash, homie. Straight cash. <laughs> Ice water. Ice water in the veins. Yeah, yes. right. And that sends them to overtime. And then there's like two – no, they got about four seconds left. The game's still tied. She goes nearly the length of the court, drives the baseline, baseline puts up a, a, a bank right there about from four feet, and wins the game for them. I mean, how many sophomores could do something like that? That's incredible. Well, she's You're not going to find many that do something like that, man, Eric, especially she, under she, those situations. Exactly, exactly. Sophomores at that. That's crazy. Her, her last name <laughs> wow. is Beck for a reason. She exactly. is a player. <laughs> that, that stage was not too big for her. She, she, what I, I tell you what, Rick, I, I saw her, the first time I saw her play was in that Bentonville game. And I loved the way that she played calm. Um, she yeah. was even keeled. She didn't get too excited. She didn't get too down. If she missed a shot, she wasn't scared to take the next shot. But what I really like about her game is she has a really good court vision. Um, And that has taken a little pressure off of Bridges and allowed Bridges to be more of a scorer. So Bridges' scoring average has gone from about eight or nine a game to 16. The reason why is that Beck can can run that point and it kicks Bridges off to more of of, of a shooting guard role because Beck sees the floor so well. And uh, I tell you what, Rimmer, Rimmer's got a, 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 another player. He's got one. Yeah, he's, he's got, got one. He'll have Lyles and and and, Br- and uh, Beck back next year. And so, um, you know, I think you know Et. E. That's going. I think it's going to be a really good game Saturday. Um, Fayetteville has no fear of Northside. Uh, Claudia Bridges will be about to the waistband level of, of Jersey. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes. You're right. But she won't back down. She won't back down. Oh, you know why, no. Rick? She ain't scared. She ain't scared. She ain't scared. She's from Arkansas. She ain't scared. She is not. ain't scared. So, E.T., that's, that, is, uh, that's the, that's, that game bats lead off on Saturday. Then you're going to see a great, a great boys game. Oh, my gosh. Little Rock Central, North Little Rock. Et, I mean, have they played? Was it, is it like the tenth time they played this year? I mean, yeah, oh, this, oh my this will actually be their third time. But when you got you know two teams, two rivals Woo! going yes. at it like they go at it, man, uh, you can't go wrong. No matter if you're a fan of one A, two A, four A, six A, whatever the case is, man. I mean, it's it's always a war when they play during the regular season, but when they play in a title game, I mm. mean, that, that goes up just a tad bit. Wow, you know? wow. <laughs> I, hey, uh, Eric, what's the what are they? What's the capacity they're going to let? in down there 
for the finals? Do you know? Is it from my, from my understanding? It's supposed to be at fifty percent capacity. Okay. okay. Now I will say this is I think it was the same way supposedly for state, but I was up at four A in Moralton. Are you saying they might have fudged that number a little can, bit? <laughs> yeah, I can guarantee you when Magnolia and Moralton played. Woo! Devil Dog Arena was probably at about ninety five percent. There you capacity. go. There you go. <laughs> you know, so. Hey, we lo- we lost count. We thought it was fifty percent, but they're like, hey, <laughs> hey, ET, they're like me. Ma- math maybe wasn't their strong suit. <laughs> yeah, it might not have been their strong suit, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's gonna be wild, man. Fifty percent, ninety percent is close. Yeah. You know, more than fifty percent will be allowed in. Wow. Uh, oh man, we'll you're gonna see. see a great one there. So back to back games in the six A. Uh, Et, what do you think about them playing the six A games that early on Thursday? I mean, you know, be you know what? You know, I was surprised when I saw that, and I didn't really realize that it was like that up until maybe about about two and a half weeks ago um, that they were playing them that early. Now I can understand playing them, you know, the four o'clock and seven o'clock. Yeah, but playing them at you know ten a.m., one p.m. You know, for the the, the two biggest. Uh, you know, bigger game as far as, you know, classification-wise. Right, right. I was surprised with that, you know. And, hey, I mean, I guess as long as you get there is a big thing. But, yeah, I, I was stunned a little bit uh, by those times. With, yeah. With, you know what, they have been playing at 10 a.m. They played a couple of games at 10 a.m. But I'm like you. I guess it, they're trying to be fair and to the small mm-hmm. school. But yeah, but, if, man, yeah. that's a – You want to have your best crowd. You want to have your best crowd, man. That's a feature. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> I want to rethink that. Yeah. Yeah, might yeah. want to rethink yeah. that. You don't show the previews before the feature. This exactly. is the feature. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And uh, to round out the games on Thursday, you got the Class 1A Girls Rural Special mm-hmm. versus Norfolk, always mm-hmm. very good. And then the always. 1A Boys, Greer's Ferry, Westside, and uh, Viola, the Longhorns, Rick. Mm-hmm. Viola Longhorns, they're a very, very good team. Yes, and uh, E.T., I'm not, I'm not telling you anything you don't know. 1A basketball mm-hmm. is phenomenal. Um you know, I love 1A basketball. They'll play about 70 games, seems like, a year. They start in October. They <laughs> right. play a lot of games. But well, that got to be tough. you got to be tough program if you call yourself the Longhorns in the state of Arkansas. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So they're tough. So then, I E.T., t- let's, let's move on to Friday. Uh, the Melbourne girls, I know you've had them ranked number one uh, a lot of the season. So yes. tell, tell us about Melbourne. You know, it, it was it was crazy when I first moved them up. I think it may have been after the Northside-Conway game where Conway won their second meeting. And I moved them up, and then I had a couple of people reach out to me. It's like, you know, how good is Melbourne, and are they deserving to be number one? And I told them, my answer was, they've beaten everyone that they've played. Yep. You know, yep. the game that they lost was to Paragool on the road, and crossing the freeze from Paragool, who's a great shooter. She went crazy that game. I think she had maybe 35 of, like, Paragool's 45 points or something like that. So it was one of those nights where the other team's best player went off, and, and Morton, I mean, uh, Melbourne's best players had off night. But – you know, if you want to look for a team that has exactly everything from top to bottom, then top meaning on the inside, they've got two six-footers in, in the middle. Yep. Guard play is some of the best in the state, you know, as a two-way program. That's what Melbourne does. They've beaten, like I said, they've beaten Northside. They've beaten Valonia. They've beaten Jonesboro. Jonesboro's playing for a state title. They've yep. beaten yep. Uh, everyone in two. They've beaten Salem four times, who they're going to play again for a fifth time. Uh, I mean, they, they, they've beaten everybody. You know, and they are a really, really, really good team. And people are going to actually going to be able to see just how good they are uh, come Friday, man. I mean, <laughs> they're a good squad, literally. And, they, and they're very deserving of that top spot trust. I know, uh, uh, Eric, I, we talked to Ricky Smith after that loss to Melbourne. Uh, mm-hmm. And he, he, 
He didn't. He didn't come out and say it, but you can tell he his girls did not take that game seriously yeah. like they should have. And, like and good for have. Melbourne. Yep. They laid the smack on them. Yep. You know, good. <laughs> and, good. And, and one thing about it, before the season started, I was talking to uh, Coach Ashcraft down at, at Conway, and we were talking about her team, and she said, you know, my team isn't an experience as a team like Northside with Jersey and Tracy, and then. You would think she would mention another one of these bigger programs, but the, the team she mentioned after Northside was Melbourne. You know, and, and the thing about Melbourne, they they their best players are underclassmen. Yes. You know, so they they they're coming back, you know, next year. So, you know, they they have that experience as a young group. If that makes sense to those out there listening, I mean, because they've been playing together for it seems like forever. Eric, her you name know? her name escapes me, but they have a player who's verbally committed to Arkansas. Is that correct? Yeah, Jenna Lawrence. She's a six two six three. Post who can shoot the three about as good as any uh, big you'll find in the state. Uh, she's very good. I mean, when I, when I say that loosely, she's really, really, really good. Okay. <laughs> hey, Eric, and I think you and I both talked a little bit about on this Twitter. Old people like us who remember the overall. This is before mm-hmm. you start off at. Oh, uh, man, the yeah. North side <laughs> or a favorite girl yeah. against uh, uh, yep. the Lady Bearcat. This is where you start at, off at, yep. right here. And I would Literally. love to see that. The kids would love to see that. But the mm-hmm. coaches killed it. That's why it's dead. So I get yep. emails on occasion. You know, if you wonder why it's dead, it's because the coaches killed it. They didn't want <laughs> right. to see a 2 eight well, beat a 6 And see, something else, too, this year, uh, it, you know, and, and COVID is, you know, it's, COVID's a bad thing. I mean, yeah. it's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And, God, I'm going to be so happy when we're not, you know, having to worry about that anymore. But the one silver lining that COVID, I think, uh, gave us this year was when, when tournaments were wiped out, when they said you cannot play a tournament, uh, you know, you can't travel, you know, whatever, and play in a tournament. That allowed coaches like Northside and Melbourne to schedule games. Yep, Northside right. Greenwood, yep. Bentonville yep. Greenwood, Fayetteville yep. North Little Rock, exactly. Fayetteville. So I really liked that, you know. Now, mm-hmm. coaches yep. will say, well, next year we're going to go back and play tournaments, and that's cool, and, and I understand mm-hmm. tournaments and bonding and, and teams and, you know, and that kind of thing. But I tell you what, next year, and Eric – I'm going to miss these really good non-conference games that 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 COVID caused to happen this year. I'm, I'm going to miss yeah. that next year. Absolutely. Me and you both. Me and you both. And, and the thing about honestly, the Northside Melbourne, they were supposed to play again. Oh, I know. I'm to yeah, you know, and they got wiped out. <laughs> yeah, Ricky's Melbourne. You know? They were wanting to play that game. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Well, uh, I'm you, man. you know, these yeah. games like this, you know, you know, no one likes what's going on with COVID and. and you know, the the problems this caused, you know, starting from last year this time, you know, up until this point, man. And I, but I'm like, I'm going to miss games like that that probably we wouldn't normally see yep. otherwise, you yep. know. Exactly. Well, that also on Friday, so you got Melbourne girls against Salem. Again, a great game. That's 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mariana Caddo Hills, uh, 1 p.m. boys, 2A championship game. 3A girls, Mayflower Center Point, 4 o'clock, 3A boys, Harding Academy. Raise your hand if you've heard <laughs> that before. The same guys from football, right? I mean, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. And so they're the 3A boys championship game at 7. Then that gets us to Saturday. And, Rick, these are a couple of teams that we know about. And then, no surprise, Harrison versus Farmington, 4A mm-hmm. girls championship game, 10 o'clock, two teams from the wow. 4A one. Not a surprise there at all. That is the premier conference in class 4A girls is the 4A one. No doubt. Yeah, and no I, doubt I, I've seen um, – I haven't seen – Farming, I haven't seen Harrison a lot, but I've seen 
Farmington, man, I love their inside-outside game. They got Tori Kersey. Yep. Hey, this girl beats everybody down to court, and she mm -hmm. uh, drives to the basket. She gets a lot of, what do you call them, snowbirds? Snowbirds. Yeah, because she's yeah. hustling down the court. And then they got some great uh, Dillard. They got some great guard play and, and Coach and Johnson's Trinity. daughter. Yeah, Trinity Johnson. Yeah, so yep. I like that their team. Uh, I, let's see, who's beating who? I can't even remember. I think it's pretty even. Pretty, it's pretty even. even. Yeah, uh, that's why. Hey, let's go decide it. You know, so let's talk about the 4A1 real quick on the girls' side. So you got Harrison Farmington. Of course, they have made, you know, made their way through each side of the bracket. Yep. Rick, neither one of those teams won the conference tournament. That was Pete Ridge. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that won the conference tournament. Yeah. Uh, also, in the 4A1, Berryville, a team that probably would win most any other conference, uh, yep. usually very, very good, Berryville. Yeah. You got them and them, and, you know, you got uh, you know Prairie Grove, very tradition-rich program. You got Huntsville. They've been down. You know, bit, they're yeah. down. Uh, you know, Char mm -hmm. Charlie Berry retired a long time ago or a couple of years ago. Gravit Girls. Gravit Girls. Yeah. Very, you know, very good. So – you know, if you survive the 4A1, if you survive yeah, it, yep. and you can be in that top four, because usually if the top four, there's usually two other teams that are not going to even make the regional that, that are very good. Exactly. The 4A1 exactly. I, I talked to Coach Johnson a little bit earlier in the year about that, uh, and, and he said that exact same thing. You know, we're going to have at least two, maybe three teams from this conference that won't get to regionals exactly. that would win probably four or five of the other Conference within five eight, and yes. he's right. Yes, exactly yeah. right. So hey, no, Eric no, and, no surprise. Harrison Farmington, no, no surprise. Now Farmington had to go to overtime. Yeah. And Eric, you covered you covered that game. Uh, there, mm -hmm. you covered the four uh, right. a. What What are your thoughts on Harrison and Farmington? Because you you've seen, you're the last one to have seen them play. I'm gonna say this, man, and and you know before four a tournament even started, uh, there was a guy from Northeast Arkansas. I don't remember where he was from, but he asked me who I thought was the best shooting team that I've seen this season. I told them Plastic Academy. And you know, I was there when, when PA hit like 25 three-pointers against, I can't remember who it was, maybe wow. like Robinson or somebody. But when Farmington played, I believe it was Mina, in the semis or the quarters, quarters, I guess, they hit 15 three-pointers and Carson Dillard, Dillard was shooting. I mean, she wasn't shooting them right on the line. She was shooting four or five, six feet beyond. <laughs> You know, and I, like I was waiting the, to see when Foster. Mina would, would get out like of the zone. That sounds like Foster. Yeah, Foster uh, from North Little Rock yeah, does but, that. Yeah, yeah, but they 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 never got out of the zone, and she just kept busting them. And then <laughs> uh, uh, Trinity started busting them. And then they had, you know, girls off the bench come in and knock them down. I and I'm like, it. I mean, literally everything they threw up seemed like going in. And then Tori, you know, being a left-hander, she get the ball to the top of the key and drive straight down the basket. You know, and it's hard to stop her when she puts up in her mind that she's going to the hole. Yes. You yes, know, and then uh, yes. so that 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 was like, uh, I was like, wow. You know, I've not, it's been a long time since I've seen the, scene, seen the team shoot like that. And then they did the same thing somewhat for the, a half against PA in the semis. But with Harrison, um, I knew Alex was, was transferring over from Alpena. Right. And she's a, a player that does just about everything for that team. She but does. Harrison is solid from one through whatever you want to Sydney Strom, uh, Claire Bark. I mean, you know, th those girls, they, they know how to play the game. And, and Coach Wizard has done a great job yep. with them. And you, you can tell that they, they've bought into what she wants them to do and how they want them to play. Uh, the game that they played against Star City, um, I think it was the quarters where Star City was up, you know, the entire game and had like about an 11-point lead in the fourth quarter. And they just kind of turned it on, you know, and pulled that game out. So I'm like you, it's not surprising that Farmington and Harrison are, are in the finals at all. Um, they come from the best 4A conference in the state, <laughs> you know, uh, 
but yes, I, I, I'm looking forward to that game, definitely. E, e, that's sure. going to be a great game. Now, I think, mm-hmm. uh, E, I think we had a typo in, in the paper today. I'm looking at the 4A boys, and it says Mills mm-hmm. and Morton, and, and I guess we confused Mills <laughs> with Magnolia, right? I mean, it's <laughs> – That's what a lot of people thought. And I'm going to say this, though, and I'm going to be completely honest with yep. you, and, and Magnolia rightfully so, based on what they've done, you know, 50 50- – four-game win streak. Yep. They've been number one in four all year, and they've earned that. Uh, but I've always said that a team with a true big, uh, active big inside would give them problems because that's where Darian – they play Darian Ford on the box. You know, he's a right. 6'4 guard, and but they have him in the post. So him trying to defend a bigger guy would give them problems. Well, Bearville came in with Weston Teague, yep. their 6'8 yep. uh, junior, yep. uh, and he had a, probably the game of his life. I think 20 points, 18 boards, 10 blocks. Gave them all kind of fits. And Bearville actually probably should have won that game. Uh, kind of poor clock management in the last 30 seconds, so kind of cost them. Uh, but then they go up against Morrillton in a game, and like I said, in a 90% field arena yeah. <laughs> of all places. Uh, and Morrillton comes out, Joe's opinion, you know, that star, he gets in foul trouble, sits down the final 15 minutes of the first half. So he's not even in the game wow. for most of the half, right? Wow. Magnolia comes out, uh, they jump out and build like a 15-point lead, but Morton has guys on the bench, and they insert uh, Henry Calls, the 6'9 kid that transferred from Conway, get him in the game, and then he goes crazy. So they get back in the game, and they're down three at the half, and then Pinion comes back in the third quarter and makes all the difference in the world. Uh, and it'll be an, end up being tied after three quarters, fourth quarter. Uh, Pinion takes over. Kyle's dominates inside, kind of holds off the things that, that, that Darian Ford does and things of that nature. And they won the game. But it, it wasn't really just a shocking win to me. I think, you know, a lot of people look at the score and I'm like, wow, shot that they know you won. It didn't shock me, you know, with, with, with Morrison, with the way they, they saw what Bearville did with the big guy. They did the same exact thing and attacked them inside. And that gave Magnolia fits. They got up, was able to stay up, and won the game, you know. But I, again, I'd be lying if I if I didn't say that I thought Magnolia wouldn't be in the finals against me. Oh yeah, I would. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would say that. But. Well, that should be a great championship game in four A yep. boys. That's the one o'clock game on Saturday, and then we close it out with what should be a couple of pretty good championship games in Class Five A: West Memphis versus versus Jonesboro girls at four o'clock, and then the final game of the weekend: Jonesboro the Hurricane versus Maumelle at seven o'clock for the Five A boys championship. And, Eric, I tell you what, I'm envious of you guys. You should see some great <laughs> games down there these next three days. Uh, the, the thing about it, E, is they're going to play the games. That, that's they're going to the, play the games. Yeah. That's the great thing here. Exactly. You're exactly right, man. This time last year, they got through one day, and that was it. You know, prayerfully, everything goes well, and we'll get through the three days this year. Yes, sir. I can't wait, man. I'm looking forward to it. Yes, sir. Well, we're going to have some some great games down there, and what a great end to what has been a, a little bit of a roller coaster ride for basketball this season. Uh, uh, e, I, we say this all the time. You know, major props to the coaches, the administrators, the players, yeah, cheerleaders, yeah. fans, everybody involved with basketball, and and uh, and the way that they have been fluid, and and E, man. Big props to the 6A Central. Um, I love the way that they uh, – not, 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 not a knock on the 6A West because I kind of dig the conference term a little bit too. I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. But major props to the Central, and especially on the girls' side, uh, North Side and North Little Rock, neither one of those mm-hmm. teams had a COVID issue that cost them to have right. to miss a game. And, man, right. for Femp Dog over at North Little Rock and for Ricky Smith – 
what a great job of, of, uh, of controlling that situation, making sure their players stayed safe, did what they were supposed to do, and, uh, man, just, just major props to them. Outstanding job by those guys, man. I mean, and, and with a year like this, it was so tough to, to get things lined up to where you're not uh, being in, in the midst of, of you know, COVID-infected areas or whatnot. Those two did a great job yes. of, of keeping those girls and their staffs safe and educating them on the things they need to do to keep safe. You know, so it, it was a great job all, all around. And you, we got, we got hey, hey, Kansas, University of Kansas, what, won't you get some, take some notes over here? <laughs> What yeah. they're doing, and keep the players under control. You and Virginia, you and Virginia, or whoever had to, had, you know, whatever. I mean, that's come on, man. Really? Oh yeah, literally. It's falling on deaf ears, Hey, Eric, I think uh, you know where you was at. Uh, Chip and I were both at uh, Fayetteville High School. They did a great job. I sat out there 9 a.m. getting ready to go in the gym, watching these coaches out there, the direction, traffic, getting the buses where they supposed to go. Then between the games. Uh, coaches, everybody's wiping everything down. So uh, under the circumstances, uh, the 6A did a great job. I'm they sure did. they did a great job for you mm-hmm. that as yep. well. Yep, yep, I'm sure yep. they all did. Well, man, E, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm jealous. So you're going to get to see some great hoops uh, starting on Thursday, starting tomorrow morning. And, uh, you know. Uh, we'll just, be reading you. Yeah, a- absolutely, absolutely. I'll be down there. I'll be down there with bells on, man, trust me. There you go, there you go. <laughs> All right, so that's going to about wrap it up for today's show. We, again, want to thank Eric Taylor from the Little Rock uh, Bureau. Mothership. No, it's not the Bureau. It's the Mothership. Yep. The Arkansas Democrat Gazette. <laughs> he, is the, he is the dude when it comes to basketball in the state. And, uh, you know, we uh, great season. And, E, we're going to have you back for sure, uh, back on the podcast. And, uh, man, just thanks for jumping on with us today. As always, man, I love doing it, brothers. You bet. You All bet. Right. Thanks, All right, sir. that wraps it up. Ricky? We're gonna be up here holding down, holding down the spring sports. I know you got some soccer, got some softball. I see Henry came in just a few minutes ago. He's got some track and some baseball going on. So we are moving ahead. Thank goodness. Absolutely. Things aren't shut down. We are moving ahead and playing. Man, that is that's great news. We're outside. I think Rick, you mentioned this in a tweet or something. Yeah. Being out in the fresh air last night, about seventy degrees, a little sunshine. Oh my goodness. Uh, uh, in the Ozarks, Northwest. Yeah, I, I said something about man. I'd love to still be. Uh, in hot springs going down, but man, the alternative being in northwest Arkansas, 70 degrees, uh, the blossoms and the birds and everything, so I can't complain at all. Love no, it. sir. No, sir. Well, thanks for being on with us today, and uh, this has been Prep Rally, the podcast, and we'll be back next week where we will recap the state championship games. Going to be some good ones, Ricky, and uh, we will talk about those next week, so be sure and come back and join us. I'm Chip Souza again for Rick Fires and Eric Taylor down in Little Rock. Thanks for being on with us, and we'll catch you next time on Prep Rally, the podcast. The Prep Rally podcast is produced and directed by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Find us on SoundCloud, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher.